And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. He's a comedian, curler, and co-host of Block Party. It's John Cullen. He's a comedian, go-off king, and co-host of Block Party. It's Stefan Heck. And she's a comedy writer and sometime Nantucketer named Pinky. It's Robin Shore. Tone Zone is here to thrill at the modern miracle that is Zoom. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with no good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way we can dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little apple cider donuts. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Jay Melville. Yes, I am on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. All sorts of fun stuff. Bonus episodes of The Friend Zone. That is my Patreon podcast. I just recorded a super a bonus length one with RJ City. Um, that will be going up audio and video very soon. And then there's, uh, you can see this very video of what we're recording right now. And you might think it sounds like things are just going off without a hitch, but so many hitches have happened so far. You don't even know. And also one of our guests who normally blow dries her hair, let it air dry. That is something you need to see. Sure, you can go look at a photo. Fo- Anyone can look at a photo, but you need right. to see it move. It's kinetic. It's dynamic. And that's the kind of thing that my patrons <laughs> get access to. And then also, there's a level where you can text me. I'll text you back. I mean, we're talking major rewards, people. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Subscribe for a year. Get two months free or do it month by month. That's it's really deal. up to you. Um. Anyway, very, very, very excited for this episode. I don't know if you've noticed, but the level of Canadian content on my show is like <laughs> through the roof lately. I mean, we're talking pronunciation. <laughs> That's mostly what we're talking about. Um, I would like to say, I mean, first of all, though, I'm going to say hello to my American friend, Robin Shore. Hello, hello. and welcome back. <laughs> Hello. Bon voyage. Hello. No, that's nope, French. That's not, nope, that's not it. Oh, that's, that's not, not right. Hello nope, from not. America to Hello. the Canadians, Hello. to the Canadians across the sea. What? I, I don't mean, know. I don't know. It works for me. It's because you let your hair air dry. I know. It's, I'm my most authentic self right now, which means we all should duck and run. I like it. Thank you. I like it. It's very vulnerable of me to um, appear in public with air dried Jewish person's hair. It's not. I keep threatening to let my hair air dry, and I'll even like. I'll even like. It's like for the first, you know, two and a half years that Daniel and I were dating, I'd be like, "I'm gonna fart," (laughs) and then I and then I wouldn't. But I mean, you should see me now. Oh man. But, you know, I would like get stage fright and then I wouldn't be able to. And so I keep saying I'm going to let my hair dry and then I, I get close to it. And then I'm like, I can't. I have to blow it dry. 
Yeah. By the way, no one, I'm well aware that no one cares. Like, no one's like, oh, yeah, please, please, post the no, photo, I, please, please. I actually really care because I yeah, want it. I care, too. I, okay. Yeah, I don't want to compare our air dries, but, like, I see girls on Instagram that are just like, I just did this air dry, and this is, and I don't believe it, and this is an authentic <laughs> hair dry, air dry hair dry, mm. and I don't think it went well, and I'm here, you know, warts and all. To discuss I, it. Okay, <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. And then I'm bringing my other guests in, Robin. You have blonde privilege because your hair is light and flaxen and it mm. catches the light. Mm. And so I think when you air dry, even if it's got some texture to it, it it works. Whereas I have black hair. So if I air dry, it just is like a big witch pile of witch's hair. Okay. John Cullen... Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Vancouver's own curling fanatic who wow. co-hosts Block Party, which I've now been on twice and I had a wonderful time. One time was a Patreon episode where I learned about Canadian Heritage Minutes and boy, did I learn a lot about the, how basketball was invented with peach baskets and I learned mm-hmm. about how the hockey mask was invented in a pinch and it was controversial and I learned about... Pierce Brosnan being a fake uh, Native American. Is that? No. Uh, no. What? Native Canadian? Indigenous Wait, what? First, nation, First Nations or Indigenous. How? How classically American of me to say that. <laughs> My God. That was gross. Tony, take me out back and shoot me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, thank goodness. I don't know how good a shot you are because you're across the country right now. So just maybe yeah. do that when you get back. That sounds, yeah, that sounds more Probably, reasonable. Probably, yeah. yes, because that was like pretty gross what I just said. Um, <laughs> anyway. This is still my intro, right? No, I've, uh, <laughs> I've <laughs> it, honestly, it was never, it was never truly. No, it's, uh, it I was mean, great to have you is, on yeah. the show, by the way. You, you said you had fun on our show. We had fun having you as well. Uh-huh. And I'm surprised, actually. We recorded that episode like two weeks ago. I'm surprised you retained that much information already, to be honest. I mean, aside from the whole, you know, Native American thing. Oh, my but, God. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, and that wasn't me forgetting. That was me never knowing the correct terminology, clearly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Honestly, I that was me. What that was is I know what Piers Brosnan was dressed as. I know how old I am. I know the word that I, my mouth wanted to say based on... <laughs> what we I would have called a person dressed in that garb in school. And then my brain quickly was like, we don't call them that anymore. And I, instead I said Native American, but that's totally inaccurate too. So it was just, you know, it's it's the woke police coming for me. You know how it is. Our country, yeah, our country <laughs> forgives you, Allison. Don't Thank worry. You. You're fine. Thank you. I, I hope everyone realizes that I'm being completely facetious. Um, you know, I also remember the Canadian minute with the incredibly sad and dark one with the Irish orphans with French accents. Yes. Those Canadian minutes really left an indelible imprint on me. Good. I've learned a that's, lot. That's the whole point. Flags. That's the, the bonus episode is literally called Canadian education program yeah. for foreign podcasters. And we try to teach our American listeners something. And I, I'm glad to say, I think it, Stefan, we've done like 12 of them. I think that might be the first time we've ever I think that's the actually, first time made, ever actually made something stick. Something. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So let's finish your intro. Then let's intro Stefan and then okay, let's yes. explain what we're talking about to Tony and Robin. Cause they might be like, what? Okay. So 
I feel like we I feel like we introed you. Do you feel we've left anything out? Do you need, need no, to say anything else? I'm still stuck on the um, part where you're you let your listeners text you. That's still uh, running around. Only because I know the people who listen to my podcast, mm-hmm. and I would never allow them. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's a di- it's not my personal cell phone number, right? Yeah, it's a it's separate like a number. Thing. You know yeah. what? I have to say because I did I did wonder am I opening Pandora's box here? Um, but they have all been wonderful and I've been wonderful. That part I could have predicted. Just go, girl. <laughs> it's, yet, thank you, me. It's gone well. It's been very yeah. nice, I think, for everyone involved. I can't I think it's speak for you're them, nice, but... probably, and I your listeners so. are probably nice. Have... I, I feel like it's definitely be very dangerous for us to do that. Yeah, our listeners are nice, but they're like, uh, they're, st- they're like freaks. But they're like nice <laughs> freaks. Yeah. It's weird. I've really... I've... I have really cultivated a very nice listenership of people who are respectful. Um, like when I go to text, if it's late at night, I'll get this automatic thing from the service that hosts the number. And it's like, quiet hours are between this. Are you sure you want to send it? And I'm like, I think I do, but I don't know if I want to or not. Ooh. Where are Ooh. you? Okay. You know what? Let me bring in. Let me, let me yeah, bring, bring in. in Let's, Stephen. Yeah. Stefan sure. Heck. I love that name. What a fun name. Thank you. I mean, yeah. it's, it's your given name, yeah. I'm assuming. But Hello. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Thank Welcome you to for, the thank show. Thank you for having me. I, uh, I'm glad we're talking about the Heritage Minutes again. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched a bunch after the episode that we didn't watch on the episode, too. So, um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I learned some stuff, too. Let, okay, so let's get into that in a moment. Oh, hang on one second. Tony Thaxton, hello. <laughs> Hi, I'm back, kind of. You're not. Where are you, Tony? Yeah, where are you? I am in New Jersey right now. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. I'll be so, back in LA on Friday, and then I'm back for real. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. So We've Tony is a, a world-famous drummer for a band called Motion City Soundtrack, and he keeps leaving my show to go drum with his stupid band. And now he just finished another tour, and he's just dangling in New Jersey. But he's coming. But he's, he's here, actually, so I should not castigate him like i'm doing thank you for joining the show tony it's yes, wonderful thank you for to see having you. me it feel it feels weird to be uh recording so late for, yeah. for you right now yes. yeah i know yeah. it's like the old um, days and are you wearing I've, uh, I've seen tony's band before sorry to interrupt oh, oh no really? no interrupt Ooh. interrupt away back in the day a warp tour you know back nice. in those days yeah fun times so yeah congratulations nice. on all your success thank you Appreciate it. Listen to these nice Canadians. Canadians, man. God damn it. I didn't know what else to say. It felt like we were stuck in a moment where I was just like, yeah, I saw your band. And you're like, cool, dude. Like, it was just like a weird. So I was like, I didn't know how to I didn't know how to put a button on that. So I was just like, you know what? I'll just congratulate him for every good thing that's happened. No, I I appreciate that. Thank you. Tony, are you wearing fancy in-ear monitors right now? Yeah, I didn't want to travel with my big bulky headphones. Mm. So, yeah. Did you. you travel with that microphone arm that's attached to the microphone? Uh, no, I had that. I had that sent here yesterday. Oh. Uh, well, it came today, actually. That's right. I spent some dollars on this show today. Oh, thank wow, you. Yeah. that makes me feel good. Via Amazon, I'll, I'll invoice you. <laughs> oh my oh, god! No, I oh. believe you have to get it approved by HR, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, let's see. There was. Oh, yes. Okay, real quick. Do we feel that it is acceptable to send a text at any time of day? I do, because I always have my phone silenced. Yeah, I feel like everyone has do not disturb on like automatically after like 
ten thirty or eleven. So right. if they see it, they're awake. It's fine. If they're asleep, they won't see it till the morning. So it's fine. Because, but so I'm fine with it, receiving a text at any time. However, I'm always hesitant to send a text at a weird or late time. Same. I think yeah. also, I think twice before, this is going to sound so weird, but there are some guys in my life who are like my best friends of like 30 years. And like at 930 last night, I was like, oh, I got to text David. And then I was like, it's we're not in 12th grade anymore. I mean, they didn't <laughs> have texting when we were in 12th grade. But like, I was just like, no, that's disrespectful. Like, I don't want, you know what I mean? I don't, I've heard like that you you're don't not want supposed his wife? to text a, the, a member of the sex that you date uh, after nine o'clock. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is like, I think, so mm. I have no problem with it. But I do think that if I were to send a text to someone after, I would say like 10 p.m., uh, you do some, somewhat have to consider like the potential sexual dynamics of that, if there are any. So, right. but yeah. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> well, I wasn't ready for that, but yeah. Um, I was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I love it. We were talking about getting a soundboard on Block Party, maybe. So this is oh, like, I maybe this is like a good my, test run. On my Twitch for... stream. You, you were mentioning it before we started recording, John. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the sounds on my Twitch stream, you can pay like $10. And it'll play a clip of, do you remember that, uh, this is like a Napster classic, uh, Duck Job, uh, which was Donald Duck um, receiving uh, like oral pleasure. It was a comedian who did receiving a, really good a job of, at Walmart. Yeah, a, he did a very good impression of, of Donald you're Duck. You're hired. Yeah. And he was on some like, uh, like morning zoo, like drive time radio show. And he did an impression of uh, Donald Duck being sucked off. Uh and we oh, paid a right. guy on Fiverr to do an impression of Yoda uh, from Star Wars uh, being sucked <laughs> off, like word for word, the same thing. And on our stream, you can pay like $10 and it'll just play that clip over us talking and it's like deafening. Um, so I feel like the sounds you guys have here are perfect because they're kind of more like, they're like, they add to the punchline a little bit, whereas mm -hmm. ours are just like drowning us out on the Twitch <laughs> So, But you get people to pay you $10 for that and we yeah. give away the punchlines for free. Ooh. Tony, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. I I would like to thank him for clarifying that it was Yoda from Star Wars. <laughs> Not Yoda from All in the Family. Yeah. Yes, oh, I, I appreciated the that clarification. Yeah. I did. I needed. So wait, Robin, when he yes. explained that it was Donald Duck getting sucked off, you went, "Oh yeah." Have you? Are you familiar with this? <laughs> it's a big. I believe it's a big drop on Howard Stern. That okay. they use all the time, and I like. There is a part of me that wants to do an impersonation of it. I won't because it might not be the right thing. It is. It <laughs> oh, is please. tempting. It is tempting. And you're like, oh it's well, there was this one night I sent Donald a text at ten thirty, and then one thing led to another. Robin is a voiceover artiste. Oh, she okay. has done well, then, commercials wow. do this. for Biore. I, she has done commercials for Salad. You might have seen her in a Christmas movie with Steve Gutenberg. Come on, Robin. You know something, um, Stefan, you mentioned Fiverr, and I don't have a voiceover agent anymore because it's too cumbersome for me to try and find all my old samples, and I can't get it together. So I looked on, there's like sites like, is Fiverr the kind of site where you can go on and do a voiceover job like Donald Duck giving a blowjob or getting a blowjob and get paid for it? Yes. That's oh, correct. my God. Yeah. I'm moving to Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> and so guess I what? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. 
I also have some business I need to take care of on Fiverr. So I mentioned, yeah, on this show, I haven't made a big deal about it. It's not something I think about more than once a day. However, my Wikipedia page, which I had nothing to do with its creation. (laughs) I recently, I was like, I should look at it because you know how Wikipedia pages, someone could like go in and be like, she gobbles 600 dicks every five minutes. And I'm like, I just want to make sure it doesn't say that because it's been many years since I've looked at it. So I went to look at it and lo and behold, it wasn't there. I'm like, that's strange. Hmm. Um, And so then I did a little more looking and I saw like all these pages directing to it. Other people who on their page, it mentions that they go on my show, which I feel indicates some kind of notability about me. But anyway, I have been erased from Wikipedia because I don't meet their notability criteria. It has been deduced. And I was able to like find a log where the, you know, Wikipedia Gestapo has, they like voted on it and they decided, uh, they blackballed me. They decided, no, I, I I don't meet the criteria because... Uh, for various reasons, which I disagree with, but I don't know. I don't like, I'm not a Wikipedia person. I don't really know. And this had happened back in 2009. And I went through the same cycle of like, why do I care about this? It's like, I look in the mirror, I have a reflection. I do still exist, but I feel like I'm being erased again. Both times I had nothing to do with its creation, nothing to do with its management. Like it's not, this all happened outside of me. And then I become invested because I'm like, I feel like I'm, being nominated for something and now I am not receiving the I don't know it's it's like it's a weird feeling um but anyway the, their reasons for for uh erasing it feel specious to me so I think I want to <laughs> I cannot believe I'm admitting this out loud because now it's like oh I am getting my elbows in it I gotta find some Wikipedia person on Fiverr and be like can you <laughs> go in there and like d- fix this for me now is fiverr somewhere where you could find that like yeah. i guess i'm not familiar with it beyond Probably. voiceover stuff you can find like, anything on there yeah, yeah. so stefan and i did so pe- some people might know block party because stefan and i do um a bonus episode where we find like really bad cameos on cameo.com awesome. Ooh, um, amazing and we've like we've done a lot of different you know we made Polly shore do like an anti-circumcision ad for us <laughs> and just like various things like that of that nature and so then we were we were thinking about doing another bonus episode type. So we did one where we were just trying to find like really fucked up fivers, and then we also like paid for a few of them. It was like um, too depressing, and it was too depressing. We did one ever, and then we were like, you know what? We can't go. We can't go back there. There's too much. There's so basically this is a roundabout way of saying yes, Robin. You could find <laughs> just about anything on Fiverr, particularly if it's depressing. You know, something along the lines of, "Could you get my Wikipedia page back for me?" Oh. Like depressing and <laughs> depressing and pathetic, right? And desperate, but also relatable. Relatable. Thank believe, you, Robin. I I believe I sort of went through the same thing, and I think I think it came back like you're not relevant enough or something. Mm. And I was like, "That's fine. You're right. I'm not. So I'm not going to fight I mean, it." But I was relevant. I was relevant for all those years. And then I think because I got fired from the Adam Carolla show, they're like, she's not relevant anymore. It's like, since then, I've written a book. I've done like a whole bunch of podcasts. I've, you know, 
I feel I, I, I co-host Upworthy Weekly. That I feel should be relevant to them. They can suck my. Uh, anyway, yes. um, I was so just much sucking I going think, on. I think you should get it back. I, I think you should. I agree. You deserve it. Yeah. So it needs someone who speaks the Wikipedia language. Like it needs a, a, a Wikipedia editor as a specific person. You can find them on Fiverr. So wait, why was your Fiverr episode so depressing, though, Canadians? <laughs> uh, I feel like just a lot of the stuff we found on there was like, there was a lot of, uh, well, John, what specifically was like the well, worst thing? Well, <laughs> well yeah, I mean, I think, you, I think you know what the worst thing is. I don't even think I want to say it on this podcast. I think you do. <laughs> no, no, Please. we can't even. I'll tell you off air. I can't even say it. It's is it really, does it involve dark web stuff? Because my husband no, will no, not tell me what us. goes on in the dark it's, web. No, oh. it's going to make Stefan and I look bad. So I, I can't say it. But we will the one the one thing we paid God. this guy there was this guy who had this uh like guide to healthy living or whatever and <laughs> we paid him like i think it was what was it 20 bucks or 30 bucks for yeah. this like and it was clearly speaking of wikipedia just like a guy who had lifted like don't smoke information like from the internet like if you don't smoke then it's good then that's good you shouldn't smoke and that was like four pages of this like it was so poorly written and you're just like oh there are people who must be paying for stuff like this on fiverr who who are like oh i need self-help i'm trying to get my mm -hmm. life together whatever you know stuff like that where it was just and then there's also yeah just a lot of stuff that is very um vaguely but not so vaguely sexual where mm. where you're just sort of like oh people are definitely using this person to do something that like mm. hits their fetish zone. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'm uh, uh, I'm like a hot anime woman, and I'll talk about your feet or my feet. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever you want. Uh, I guess yeah, that's but, actually not that's like overt. No. They, so but. what they yeah what they would do is they'd be like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm like an Asian, a young Asian woman who's into anime, but I'm also a foot doctor. And I could God. take a look and I could take a look at your feet for you for $75. <laughs> That's the other thing you learn about Fiverr very quickly. Not a lot of things on there anymore are actually $5. It's a misleading name. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, wow. I have a call to arms for the Allison Rosen listeners who I would like to say have been nothing but loving and warm and welcoming towards me. You have some really really nice listeners that have started following me. Oh and my God. I think we have we have a dual call to our action, which is number one, we need to get the Wikipedia editor. And we I know that amongst Allison's listeners, we can find that person. And number two, I need personally someone to advise me on an air dry hair product that would be good <laughs> for my hair. So and I, I only trust your listeners. I only trust your listeners to get me this information. I, I think, think they can. I, I looked up Wikipedia editing on Fiverr just now, and there's nothing that comes up. Oh, really? But there, oh. but there are plenty of, like, web services and copywriting services and stuff like that. So I would imagine you could find someone in there. Or, like, maybe someone who does search engine optimization or something oh, that feels God. like I mean, it's sort of closely related. Could, but What about keywords? You could search, like, pedantic or, like, weirdo. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. I'm searching pedantic weirdo right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. But the bottom line is, every oh, no services service, for that either. Somehow, I feel like pretty soon I'm going to be paying someone to like purge my Google search. You know, when it's like when you're when you're 
when you're you know interviewing for a job, it's important what your Google search turns up. You need someone to like. I feel like I'm just going to be like cleansing my Google search his not search history, but my Google results or something. And pretty soon, I'm going to go into witness protection and just start over. Someone else is going to have to raise my children. I mean, that's not that bad, though. Yeah, it's no great <laughs> loss, but so, so Robin, I found uh, this is retoucher underscore Chris. I will do hair retouching for beauty photography, um, which is maybe there's no real sort of air dry thing on here. But I do believe what you could do is get Allison to send you this Zoom video. Mm. You send it to retoucher underscore Chris, and then they retouch (laughs) your hair throughout the entire video. So it looks perfect and not air dried. Um, Because Chris (laughs) says here, hair retouching is considered to be one of the hardest tasks to master for a retoucher because there is no shortcut to quality hair retouching. I um, I respectfully so. disagree with that, but I think that I, I'm looking for more of a product recommendation, yeah. you know? I see. Okay, well, there are lots okay. of those. Yeah, there's okay. lots. Yeah, but there's on one Fiverr? Right here. On Fiverr, yeah. Like, wow. making their own hair oh, No, th- this is, uh, <laughs> is Dr. Dr. Wasif. I will okay. do your beauty, skin care, and hair care content. And pro- Oh, this is copywriting. My apologies. Sorry. God, I, thought, okay. I thought it was literally doing your beauty products for you. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot of I will write blogs and articles about any hair-related topic. Um, <laughs> I will write an SEO-friendly article about natural hair for you. I will create 3D hair and fur for an NFT character. Sure. <laughs> How much yeah. does that cost? That starts at $97.58. Oh, jeez. That's yeah. high. And that's that's only basic. Yeah, basic is very simple hairstyle with sim- simple texture. Yeah, but wow. you'll make your money back on the NFT <laughs> part of it. <laughs> that's absolutely true. Yeah, the, pr- the premium groom takes seven days. Standard hairstyle and super textured quality. Before placing order, please discus with me. Um, discus. And that costs $348.51. That's Canadian. Wow. So that's wow. You know, so a little bit. So it's a little better for us. Yeah, $279 um, American. Okay. So we do a segment on this show called, and I invented this kind of thing. Yes, please, or oh, please. You know, you you got your like, you're hot or not, you're tired or wired. I'm telling you, I invented this. I did not invent this. <laughs> um, and so I'm not looking for diplomacy. I'm not looking for pussyfooting. I'm, you know, I'm looking for hot takes. People get canceled for this kind of stuff. Yeah. And canceled. the listeners sent in a recommendation, and I'm hoping. This is a snack food item, and I'm hoping that they have this in Canada. Um, so I want to hear what you guys think. Is this a yes, please, or an oh, please? Is it yes, please? Is it that? Oh, oh, please. That's much rap. It's the honey bun. Are you familiar with the honey bun? Like the sticky bun, honey bun thing that you would get in like a vending machine. Does everyone know the product I'm talking about? I could pull up a photo. I'm, I'm, a, yes. I'm aware of it. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm barely aware of it. Okay. I'm going to be let honest. Me, let me get a photo, Robin. Um, I don't so want that, any buns coming out of a vending machine. That sounds specious. I mean, I don't think it has to be in a vending machine, but... No, it has um, to be. You, it absolutely <laughs> has to be. You will be arrested if it's not. This is, uh, I mean, or or it does have to be. 
Let me see. I'm Googling it too. Okay. Sure. I mean. Okay. So you see what I'm talking about. I see what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Who's going to go first with their hot take? John. I'll go. Okay, Robin. Oh, okay. No, Robin, I don't no, want go. this. It's a no thanks. Was that the option? <laughs> no. I mean, people always mess it up and that's part of the fun. Yeah. Um, it, you would you would be an oh, please. Oh, please, honey buns. I don't want your buns anywhere near me. And my nickname is honey. It's not. Um, I, I, I just don't. I'm not. I'm very specific with my breakfast pastries, and I don't trust the look of these honey buns. Mm. I would rather have honey nut cereal instead. Uh, leave the buns for hot dogs and hamburgers. Thank you. Good. Solid. You rest your case. Okay. John Cullen? Um, so, okay. So, refresh me here. So, it's a, it's a bun that comes in a vending machine that tastes like, like it's a sticky bun? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, please. Yeah, I'll have that. Why not? Yeah. Isn't that, that's yes, please. Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah, please. I, well, because I, I kind of thought it was like, oh, please. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, please. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, oh, no, please. like I thought the good, no, but I thought the good thing was sort of like sexy, like, oh, please. You know, but then the, like, the bad thing was like, oh, please. You know what I mean? Anyway, sorry. Yes, please. Yeah. Yes. I'll have a, I'll have a bun. I'll have a sticky bun. Because I think to me, Sticky buns are, and I agree, like I would say generally I agree with Robin about breakfast pastries, but I think buns are the chicken fingers of breakfast pastries. What? So, wow. What, so what does what that I mean? mean? So wow. what I mean to say is that like if you go to like, you know, like a shitty sort of dive like bar slash pub whatever you know tony probably knows this from touring like if you end up in a place and you're sort of like oh geez you know the food here could be suspect chicken fingers is almost always a safe order because it's just like frozen they're you know they're they're probably not going to taste offensive you know you're getting something where you're not going to get food poisoning and it will probably taste okay and that is sort of how i would feel about the sort of cinnamon bun slash honey bun type breakfast pastry like i feel like it's pretty hard to mess that up like a scone that is like the opposite end of right right. it's so easy to have a bad scone yeah but like a honey bun sure i'll take it out of a vending machine i'll take it wherever you got it no problem i'm sure it tastes just fine wow wow stefan i'm gonna say yes please i've never had one before i've heard good things about them uh the main reason i'm saying yes please is because there was a tweet like eight years ago uh, and it was, uh, it was a guy posting about his cousin and he was like, please play, p- please pray for my cousin. Uh, there's nothing wrong with him. He just looks like a honey bun. <laughs> uh, Here's and- a picture of one. If you guys okay. can see that. Okay. Looks good. Yeah. Looks yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd yeah. eat that for sure. I'll post the tweet in the, in the chat here because you guys need to see the little kid who does look exactly like a honey bun. Um, <laughs> All right. Pulling up child oh, who God. looks like oh, a honey bun. I mean, I'm not going to get arrested for opening this. <laughs> no, he, he does look like a honey Yeah, so that's sort like of like uh, the, the some knowledge of that. That's like all I know about honey buns. But uh, I love that post. So based on that, I'm going to say yes. Oh, <laughs> Muhammad's so cute. <laughs> he, he really does look like a honey bun. He's a, yeah. He is a honey bun. He is a honey bun. Okay, Tony, what do you think? Uh, well, first of all, Snapchats. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna just give this a uh, oh please, just because I, I'm not necessarily against them, but uh, I gotta take a side here, and I've gone 
44 years without ever having one. And yet, uh, thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, oh, <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. September 6th, right? It happened while I was gone. Yeah. yeah. And also, that was I just want everyone to, I know, but I want everyone to know, let, let, let the record show. I was that person who got my happy, I slid it in the night before. Smart. When, and I said, after, I said, what time, happy though? After 10? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I did, and then it went, boing, 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 boing. Yeah, I, I did the, I said, happy East Coast birthday. Oh. Yeah, but I was in, but I was in the Midwest. I know, and that sucked Uh-oh. for me. Yeah. You yeah, felt like but a I, damn fool, didn't you? I, I really felt bad about it. I'm going to say yeah. something crazy, and this okay. is going to be a demonstration of my my savant-like memory, which we haven't really discussed on the show. We can get to it at some point, but I, I did this Hope I don't podcast last Labor Day weekend, last year, so 2021, the Monday of Labor Day. It was Tony's birthday, and he didn't reveal that until like forty-five minutes into the show. And when I introduced him, yes, it was exactly. It was, uh, but it was very Molly. You had a a little bit of a Molly Ringwald vibe, but you were putting it on. I know you didn't mean it. (laughs) Yeah, that time it was a test to see if Allison remembered. Right, right. You You were testing her. (laughs) Sounds like I did not. So anyway, you're saying. Oh, please. Yeah, just, I've just never had one. So I've gone this long. Sure, I can keep them out of my life. Uh, <laughs> and I... Wait, you just turned 44? Yeah. Huh. What does that mean? <laughs> well, yeah, I, that? <laughs> I thought you were a little bit older, and I don't mean that like mm. you seem older at all. Mm-hmm, sure. It's so uh-huh. dicey. Uh-huh. It's so dicey nowadays. <laughs> no matter what you say, they're always I, out to get you. I no, I just mean, I don't mean you seem older. I just, in my head, I thought, because I'm older, and I think of us as roughly the same age, and I'm 105. So anyway, um, here's the thing. I have got to give this honey bun an oh, please, <laughs> because... You get it out of the vending machine and then you try to open it and it's stuck. Well, first of all, I wouldn't order it from a vending machine, but it's going to be stuck to the cellophane packaging and it's just a whole sticky mess. And I could just imagine there's some, in, for, in, for some, some reason, there's some circumstance where it's fallen into my life and I'm like, sure. This is not the kind of thing I would normally eat, but what the hell? And then I'm trying to eat it, and it's like getting stickiness everywhere, and it's just a pain in the ass. And it actually Gross. does taste kind of, yeah, tastes kind of good, but it's too, it's too sticky. It's too messy. I regret it. Then maybe if I'm home, I'm like getting a spoon and trying to dig it out, and it's just filled with shame. So, honey bun, oh, please. <laughs> no, thank you. So that's the only, right. The only yes pleases were from the two people who have never tried a honey bun. Before. That's yeah. right. Okay. That's yeah, right. that's probably... Might be telling us something, Stefan. Yeah. <laughs> and also, speaking of Canadian snacks, I recently learned a little bit. We have a Canadian nanny, and I recently learned a bit about Canadian snacks. Get this, mm. fellow Americans. Did you know that in Canada, their cream soda is pink? Is this true? Yes. Yeah. This wow. is wild to me. Yeah. Why is it pink? Why not? You're right. Because it's, cool. it's, cause <laughs> it's right. golden Asked here. And answered. <laughs> you know that uh, it's not well, pink here, right? Yeah, yeah, it's got that. It kind of like sort of a similar tinge to uh, like ginger ale. Yes, it's got that kind of. Yeah, yeah. We have so we have that up here too. Like because oh. we, well, because you can get like Virgil's cream soda. I feel like mm. that's an American thing too, or Stewart's where they'll have that kind of uh, color. Right. But uh, but yeah, like a Crush, which is a Canadian soda brand. Oh. Uh, there, theirs is sort of the 
they had, it used to come in a pink can and it right. had like pink food coloring and it was a pink a pink drink yeah so i'd say yeah growing up we think of it as as pink yeah that's like that's like the main cream soda up here crush had uh there was orange crush grape crush and then the cream soda variant and i feel like there's maybe one more as well but uh well they also had doesn't crush make tahiti treat or they did oh maybe they did that's a delicious that's a delicious beverage and we still have five alive up here i know people are curious about oh i had that when i was a kid and it was delicious it's really good yeah and then also smarties different there than here Yes. Yeah, what you think of as Smarties, we call rockets. Yeah, and then we like have the our chalky own... candy and yeah. the little plastic yeah. tube. Yeah, yeah, that's rockets to us. And then Smarties for us are like similar to an M&M, but much worse. Ah, right. Oh, I, I think Smarties are as good as M&M's. As I no like way. Smarties a lot. No, Smarties were often at the off-brand frozen yogurt place by my house. Smarties were often offered over M&M's, and it was always a bummer. I would always check, and it was always Smarties. They're just, they're not as good because they're just they're like a, good. a chocolate disc sort of. M&M has all the different flavors and fillings and Smarties, is, it's just Smarties. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. M&M peanuts are still king of the hill, but I'm just talking like right, plain M&Ms and Smarties. I feel like they, they both have their place. Mm. Okay. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Bold stances all around. <laughs> Robin, what is the off-brand place, or will that reveal your geolocation? No, no, no. Um, I, I'm, I live in Los Feliz, but the off-brand place is uh, in Woodland Hills on the corner of Shoop and Ventura. It's called Yogurt Delight. Yogurt. Uh, if any of Allison's listeners are in Woodland Hills, go see if there's Smarties there or M&M's. But I will say the actual yogurt there was great. The toppings were terrible. Mm-hmm. But... They always had, uh, they didn't, so there was also a rival yogurt place called Calabasas Yogurt and Video. Half of it was yogurt. The other half was a video <laughs> store. And they had terrible yogurt, but great toppings, including Scrapple, a topping I cannot no longer find in any frozen yogurt place. Scrapple was just like cookie cookies and rice just like yeah. glommed together and thrown yeah. on your yogurt. Mm. I've seen Scrapple and it's weird because Scrapple also is like pork renderings. Yeah, that's shell, sure. Right? Of course it is. It can't but be I, anything good. I know the yogurt Scrapple you mean. Yeah. So yogurt delight on Ventura and Shoop. If you're there, get a Dan <laughs> super sub before you head over to the yogurt place because that place is way better for for subs and then treat no. yourself to a yogurt. Robin, did you ever did you ever go like full psycho and get the yogurt from the good yogurt? <laughs> Solid question. And get the good toppings from the good topping place. That is such a good idea. I don't think I was that <laughs> expansive in my thought process back then when I lived in sure. Woodland Hills. But you that, weren't high enough. No, uh, but that said, well, I, but, <laughs> but that would have been a really good idea. Again, yogurt delight. You got great yogurt. You got terrible toppings. But they're That's still there. Perfect. Same logo, same same mini mall. I'm very loyal. So let's do a fun fact because I love the drop and I love the facts. Stefan, tell me a John Cullen. You're curling. For, I I must toss in the fact that you do you still curl? I guess I guess now I'm just asking you a fun fact about you and it's sure. specifically about curling. So look who's taken uh, this. That over. was my fun fact about him was that <laughs> was it really uh, a professional curler? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it works out anyway. Perfect. Yeah. Then yeah. who's going to tell me about it? 
Uh, well, you can't really be professional because there's not enough money involved in it. But yeah, like um, you were ranked like top twenty five in the world, right? Yeah, Whoa. one time we were like, yeah, top. You were we were pretty consistently between like twenty five and forty in the world. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's a. I thought that was Robin for a second. You don't know it wasn't. <laughs> That's also Can you do point. that, Robin? Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was pretty close. You're going to make a killing on Fiverr. <laughs> yeah, you're going to destroy You're going to make so many $5 bills. Yeah, they're going to make your voiceover agent look like a punk. Yeah. You're going to just be rolling in the dough. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've curled from the time. I started when I was 12, uh, and then, yeah, just kept doing it. Uh, but to answer your question, no, I do not still curl. However, I am a curling commentator, so that's actually – I was away this weekend uh, commentating on an event in uh, Okotoks, Alberta, which is a town that's about 30 minutes south of Calgary. How cool. I have yeah. some questions. Let's, sure. let's hear the drop first, though, Tony. Those were fun facts. <laughs> Yeah, that was the wrong one. Wrong one. Those were fun facts. (laughs) Okay. We pretend that didn't happen. This is very good. Okay. That's a fun fact. Okay. That's good. Just last night, I had a conversation with Daniel, and I said, isn't it weird that they say commentate instead of comment? Like, he's going to commentate on it instead of comment on it. Why do they do that? And then Daniel... Daniel's my husband. And then Daniel said, but... Like a, but to commentate is actually something different than to comment. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Actually, a commentator is a thing versus like comment is just in the comment section. And then I thought, huh, is commentate its own word? John, do you know the answer? I could have looked it up. I was intending yeah. to, but I forgot. Yes. Co- yeah. Commentate is its own word. Because I feel like I, commentating is like an ongoing thing, right? It's like an action that's like, yeah. whereas a yes. comment is like a one off. Is that right, Josh? Yes. Yeah, I would say that's true. Yeah. So commentating is you are speaking about something as it's happening, whereas Mm. commenting can be at any time, right? Like I can comment on the frozen yogurt place that Robin was talking about. It doesn't mean I went there right this second, but yeah, I think... Whereas if you're commentating, you have a mouth full of yogurt while you're doing it. Correct. I'm like, oh, Robin was right. That's my (laughs) impression of me with my mouth full for some reason. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Robin was right. This yogurt is good, but the toppings are shit. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah. Got it. And then yeah. I'm going to uh, reveal my, but I feel like a lot of people don't know that much about curling. We all know oh, yeah. that in you America like, especially. Yeah. we all know that you do the thing where you like swirl the ice that, that one gesture. Sweep. That, it's sweeping, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sweeping, we know that gesture. Yes. But yes. what else do you do? What, what are the other basic curling gestures? Uh, well, you throw, you throw the rock and you sweep. Those are the two main gestures. Uh, we don't call them gestures, but those are, yeah, that's the, the two, what do you the call two main things. I would say, well, I would say the common misconception about curling is that some people only sweep and mm-hmm. some people only throw. So that, so that's not true. So everybody does both. Okay. So yeah. Does the sweeping affect the speed at which the rock goes? Correct. Yes. So huh. the... So this is, and I, I remember blowing Stefan's mind with this the first time I told him about it, but basically curling ice is not flat. So like if you're uh-huh. skating on like, so if you're skating on hockey ice, right, it is flat. Right. So it's just like, it's just basically frozen water. And so curling ice is that ice to start. And then they put a, a, a chemical, like a 
saline compound on top of it called pebble because if you look at the curling ice from the side it looks like there's a bunch of pebbles on top of it like it almost looks ridged and so that's why when a curling rock goes down the ice it makes a noise because it's like theoretically going over all of these micro gaps in between the pebble and so what sweeping does is it actually melts the pebble so it reduces the friction between the rock and the ice so it allows the rock to go further, and then by virtue of the rock going further, it, it also curls less. So when you're sweeping, you're either trying to make it go faster or you're trying to make it not curl as much. Wow. Fascinating. You're and very I good at explaining yes. that. <laughs> you should commentate. And I, you yes, do. And I, and I do. And yeah. I do. Yeah. And is yeah. curling still an Olympic event or did they stop? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought no, no, it was, yeah, it's, but it's for some reason, yeah. like, I feel like they've, they messed with some Olympic events and made new yes. ones and took out old Curling ones. is surprisingly one of the most popular winter Olympic events. And awesome. as a matter of fact, I don't know if they have the stats for Tokyo yet, but in 2018, curling was the most talked about Olympic event on Twitter every single day of the Olympics, aside from the day of the women's gold medal hockey game. Wow. Wow. You know, between curling and wrestling, this podcast is teaching me so much. (laughs) I know. And get this, Robin. Robin, you were on the podcast where we talked at length to Colt Cabana about his chair, right? Yes. His gaming chair. Uh, okay, again, again, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Could you, yeah, could you both lean over so we can look at your chairs? Check Whoa. Look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Robin and I got an extensive education wow. in gaming. Cha- in And by the way, Colt Cabana has been in the news so much. <laughs> he for has. Uh-huh. Who's, yeah. Everyone's for not. What? Yes. Yes. Oh, there's like well, a whole. It's Robin, a whole. You, how much time do you have? I'm gonna Google. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna Google. It's, it's kind of. It's indir- a whole. Sad, it's indirectly. Yeah, he didn't really do anything. He didn't do anything. He's... But this other wrestling guy like said a whole bunch of shit about him, and know. it's a whole thing. He's yeah, such a sweetie. Um, it's just a whole. I know he's he a is real a sweetie, true sweetie, but we love him. But anyway, he has a gaming chair and Robin and I were really asking him a ton of questions. And then I went on block party and then they have gaming chairs. And I was like, what's up with all the gaming chairs? And I was asking them and they both dissuaded me. But I was more asking for Daniel because he needs a new chair. They're not down with the gaming chairs. They would like to replace them. I don't mind mine as much. Yeah. The ones that we have in the studio, which is where John is right now, um, are like a like a fake leather material. So they get really hot and sticky. Uh, like and, a honey bun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, sort of a honey bun of, of gamer chairs. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're not great. This one is fine, but I've had this for like four years, I think at this point, three or four years. And it's, it's getting to be time. Well, also my cat has sort of like shredded it a little bit too. So. The cat that we're seeing that's, over your shoulder. Yeah, that's the, Kiki. Yeah. Aww. Aww. Kiki. Is Kiki short for Kirsten? Like Dunst? <laughs> no. Yeah. Stefan's a like, huge fan of Spider-Man. Only the upside down kissing <laughs> scene. He yeah. watches it a lot. It's, I think it's, it's just Kiki, but I guess it could be short for something. So maybe I'll, I mean, I'll think something. It doesn't yeah. have to be. All right. Now, John, could you tell yes. me a fun fact about Stefan? Sure. I mean, I could tell you many fun facts about Stefan, but I think I think my favorite overall fact about Stefan is that when he was a baby, he had the largest head you've ever seen a baby have. Aww. How did you know Stefan when he was a baby or did you see pictures? Oh, I saw pictures here. I'll, I'll pull one up for you. Oh, on okay. For a second, Stefan... I thought you might have been his father. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so 
cute. I he's love sort of, that interpretation I mean, of it. I mean, it, in some he ways, kind I of it, yeah, he's the dad, dad of the podcast. Like he does all <laughs> of the actual like work for the podcast. So. When Stefan was a baby, okay, a good. Oh, I know I, what the picture. This, is. this is a picture of your mom in it. So let me. Okay, let me. Yeah, I'll find the other one. There's one of the... me with my baby cousin who's like four months younger than me or three months younger than me. Uh, and I, I look like a, a different species. <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. I got. Do you have it on your Instagram, Stefan, or should I go to your dad's? I feel uh, like you had it up my, there at one yeah. point. God damn but, it! But you didn't. <laughs> there's only one on there, but there's a pic of your mom in it. So let me go look and see. Okay, okay. I'll see. You. Sure, your dad's. It, it, yeah. It. The thing is, like, I have a big head now, still, but it was like the same size <laughs> when I was a baby. <laughs> um, but I was also like a big baby too, and now I'm huh. like small-ish i guess i'm like five nine and like not not as big as i think maybe when i was a baby people thought i was going to be uh mm. like six seven three hundred pound like sooner <laughs> um yeah that's not the fun fact i thought you were gonna say john what what fun fact did you think i was gonna say? i thought it was gonna be about the time i uh accidentally shut down the jeremy renner app <laughs> oh, that is a good. I mean, that is also a great. Okay, I'm going to try to block out because I can't find the one I'm thinking of, but okay. I'll block. I'll try to block out your mom's face while okay. I show this on there. <laughs> I mean, you look like you have large arms. Like, a, you just. Yes, this is a, a, just a, quite a baby. Yeah, a lot of baby happening. I was a there. very hefty baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's cute. Uh, so I want to see if uh, while you guys are still talking about the Jeremy Renner app because that is also very good. Yeah, I'm I don't even. I, I need to know more about the, that. Jeremy uh, Renner has an app? Yeah. He had an app. <laughs> oh. He had oh, like I a found, vanity. I've, Did you find found, it? Well, no, but I found some more. Oh. <laughs> you have all these oh baby Oh, my God. Pictures. How cute. So cute. Oh. Uh, he had like a vanity app uh, that was essentially like Instagram, but only like he could post on it and people could comment on it and they could pay money to get the top comment on his posts. Uh, and what a friend... Uh, and myself discovered uh, that friend is Jesse Farrar. I do want to credit him for also taking down the Jeremy Renner app uh, purely by accident. Uh, <laughs> I I commented on a Jeremy Renner. I, I think there's a Wikipedia article that that summarizes. Uh oh, fiber. Oh, there we go. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, that got it. That got an article. Yeah, the Jeremy I guess that's, uh, notable. I guess it counts. Okay. So it is on there. Uh, yeah. But essentially, what happened is um, I. I commented, he, he had a post that was like, what's everyone going to be doing this weekend? And I commented, I was Important. going to be looking at uh, porno. <laughs> and I was like, well, that was, it's like a funny thing to do, I guess, on the app. Like nothing's going to happen. And then what Jesse did is he uh, made an account, named it Jeremy Renner as the display <laughs> name, which you were allowed to do on the app for some reason, and then replied <laughs> to me. Uh, and what it turns out, uh, he replied to me and said, that's nasty, not cool. Uh, and I got a push notification where it, it, and this is just a push, like all the push notifications looked like this. Apparently, uh, it just looked like Jeremy Renner was like replying to you. That's so. So funny. I took a screen grab of it, I tweeted it out, and then I went camping for a weekend. And, and when I came back, it was just like a total shit show. Like people were on Jeremy Renner's app pretending to be like Casey Anthony. Oh, oh no! And yeah, I think within about a week. Uh, the app was taken down. He he did like the classic like notes app apology or whatever and was like, I never intended it to be used this way. I just intended to scam my fans. Uh, he didn't say that. In the apology, but, uh, There's a whole podcast. They made a whole podcast about it. Our friends Caroline Goldfarb and Sarah Ramos made oh, a I six know Caroline. episode. Yeah. Yeah. They made like a six episode 
true crime spoof called The Renner Files. That's hilarious. I was on one of the episodes. Stefan guested on one of the episodes. How cool. But wait, I'm sorry. I'm missing why they came after him, though, because even the fake Jeremy, it doesn't like what did he do? What am I missing? Like, what did he do wrong? Because all he all he did was act like a prude. Oh, well, that was, yeah, so that was Jesse pretending to. Right. I think it was it was just people realizing, like, oh, there's, like, no, like, safeguards whatsoever. No oversight. I see. Uh, so you could just, like, one of the, the safeguards on, you would think if you were making a Jeremy Renner personalized app, one of the first things you would do uh, would be to make it so you cannot name yourself Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I see. Uh, and pretend to be Jeremy Renner on the official Jeremy Renner app. Right. Uh, but, like, dozens of people were doing that. And then the actual fans who were on there... Um, who again were like paying money to get the top comments on his posts, uh, which oh was gosh. so insane. Yeah, uh, they were getting like really upset with all the fake posts and everything. I and see. Then, uh, he ended up shutting it down. So yeah, does and anybody had as a baby too? So. <laughs> I wish I I, w- I should have favorited that that photo like the last time your dad posted it because I'm sure I have it screen capped in my photos somewhere. But I've never set it as one of my favorite photos, so the chances of me finding it are just we can low. we can send it to Allison maybe uh, yeah if we if we yeah. recording yeah that'd be great. Does anybody remember? I believe the year was two thousand and one or two thousand and two, but there was a show. It was on A and E, and it was called The It Factor, and it was following like ten different out of work actors as they auditioned and tried to be actors in LA, which is what I was doing at the time. So I watched the show every week and Jeremy Renner was one of those actors and he would play this thing called mailbox bingo or residual bingo and like, wait and see if like residuals came. And he was just like this dude who was just an auditioner and every, I don't, I haven't seen a Jeremy. I don't even know what a Jeremy Renner movie is, but I have to say I'm proud of him from afar. (laughs) I feel like I, I feel like I've been following him for so long. I'm not invested at all, but I'm proud of him. <laughs> He's like one of those guys who just plays himself in every movie. He's kind of uh, just like, hey, hey. Like he's in like a he's like plays Hawkeye in all the Avenger movies. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. He's was a he Hawkeye. in the Hurt Locker? Was that? Yes, he was in the that was his big movie. That was the yeah. big break. He was in yeah. Tag. Uh, oh, yeah. Sure, your favorite and, movie. And he broke his arms, <laughs> and they had to like digitally make it look like his arms weren't broken Jeez. for most of the movie or something. Um, Both yeah. of them? I think so. <laughs> that who, sucks. Who else was in the It Factor? I'm trying to think if I saw um, this. There was, oh Did my God, it's so it? embarrassing. There's a I'm, woman I'm who's on Big you. Sky, the show Big Sky. Her name was Catherine Winnick. She was yeah. on it. Daisy and then Egan. Daisy Egan, who was a Broadway actress and then wanted to transition. And then there was this actress whose name is Michaela and she's on Bones. And I can't remember her last name, but she's the nicest person in the world. Uh, her name is Michaela Conlin. M- Michaela Conlin. Oh, she was on yeah. Bones and uh, and I've met her a bunch and she's wonderful. And I never I always want to be like, I saw you on it. But, <laughs> but she would. I don't know. She probably have me arrested. It's such yeah, a deep there's, cut. There's uh, Godfrey. Who I yes, Godfrey. Oh, yeah. He got a big it. seven up campaign during yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Ray O'Donnell. Don't uh, remember her. MC Light. Who okay. I guess is like a rapper. Oh, yeah. Now. MC Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lisa Ray. Like, Lisa Ray was on it. She was she became kind yeah, of big. Lisa Ray McCoy. Lisa Ray McCoy. 
Um, and then there was a brother and sister who were trying to audition together. And it also seemed like they were in love. Again, oh. if you're one of Allison's <laughs> wonderful followers and you know what I'm talking about, let's discuss it on Instagram. There were a brother and a sister and they seemed like they were more in love than than brother and sister. It doesn't say on here. It doesn't look like any of the people on here have the same last name. So I can't. Okay. I, I'm going to figure this out. But yes. While you do that, I want to tell you guys about Masterclass. I don't know if you're familiar with Masterclass. I love Masterclass. I Whenever I go on to masterclass.com, uh, I see so many different classes that I decide that I want to take because they have so many, um, they have 11 categories. They have 150 plus instructors. I think I've talked to you guys before about taking the Judy Bloom uh, writing class. Oh. I am a huge Judy Bloom fan. It's so when I, whenever I go on to masterclass.com, I see so many that pique my curiosity and pique my interest. They have so many, like so many luminaries they have, there's, you know, screenwriting, filmmaking, cooking, so many things that I want to learn about from just these amazing people. There's, you know, Steve Martin teaches you comedy. That's another one that I'm like, I definitely want to take that one. Martin Scorsese. There's so many ones that I want to watch and learn. But um, I finally decided on Judy Bloom, and I was watching it and it just really spoke to me because there was a moment she's talking about this moment where she got some feedback that was critical and she took her she she was going to and now i can't, i can't remember if it was literal or figurative i think like literally she was going to take her typewriter and throw it off a mountain she was just going to be done <laughs> and she for some reason didn't but that's how much it affected her and i think about that often um just 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 a moment that i took from that uh but yeah, with Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Uh, you can learn how to write from Judy Bloom, uh, improve your skills, learn from, like I said, Steve Martin, with over 150 classes from a range of world-class instructors. That thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every class. And as an Allison Rosen's new best friend, Excuse me, as an Allison Rosen is your new best friend listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to masterclass.com slash best friend now. That's masterclass.com slash best friend for 15% off masterclass. Again, that is masterclass.com slash best friend for 15% off masterclass. And then I also want to tell you guys about uh, modern fertility. I've always been a big fan of planning ahead, scheduling trips months in advance, plotting out my next career move, figuring out what I'm doing for dinner while I'm still eating breakfast. But I never thought much about planning for kids. <laughs> Actually, I myself just figured if I put too much work into uh thinking about I, I didn't want to put that much pressure on myself and in retrospect that was like uh for me the wrong the wrong uh the wrong call i figured it's just gonna work out when it when the time is right and then it turned out that it it was a whole thing i've you guys i have I have followed my whole ivf journey with kids and stuff and it was just you know i really should have put more time and effort into it uh when i was younger anyway this is not about that this is about the fact uh that I wish modern fertility had been around when Daniel and I, 
we're starting our fertility journey and we're going to the fertility clinic and doing all of that um, because it would have made it so much simpler to be able to be doing all these things uh, from home. So Modern Fertility is an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick, mail it in with a prepaid label, and you get your personalized results within 10 days. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, your ovarian reserve, aka how many eggs you have compared to other women your age, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Traditional testing can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash Allison Rosen, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars toward modern fertility. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Allison Rosen. That means your test will cost $179 instead of the $100 hundreds or thousands uh, it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash Allison Rosen, modernfertility.com slash Allison Rosen. And we are back. Um, I think it is probably time to do a couple just me or everyone's. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Just me or everyone. All right. Does anyone have a just me or everyone they would like to get feedback on? Yeah, I, sure. Oh, John, go ahead. No, you go. You go. Uh, does anyone else, uh, is it just me or does, does anyone else, uh, if, if you're eating a kiwi, do you bite into the kiwi or do you peel the kiwi? Because I bite into the kiwi. With like the skin like on? Apple. Yeah. Oh my, god. oh my god okay oh, i don't do that i don't do that but i I've, I've heard of other people who do that yes i wouldn't say okay. it's like it's it's not insane to me i would say it's similar it to allison well i okay well here's what i should say i don't think you're the only person who does that in okay. fact i think there's lots of people who do that but i do agree with allison that i think everybody who does it is psycho but do you eat the skin yeah whoa ha, isn't it furry? Ha. how is it it's fine. It, yeah. It tastes okay. good to you. It's, I think for me, it's just a, it's a matter of convenience. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd rather like, cause you know, if you take like what, 10 seconds, like slicing up the kiwi or whatever. But do I you enjoy, do you enjoy eating a kiwi? Uh, no, I hardly ever eat kiwis. <laughs> <laughs> Is it cause they're disgusting to you? I like, you- no, well, I feel like they go bad really quick maybe. So I feel like if I, if I get a thing of kiwis, uh, Maybe I'm just getting them in in the kiwi off season or something, but um, <laughs> I I feel like they just go bad very quickly. Yeah, uh, compared to most other fruits, so maybe that's. But when I do eat them, I I bite into them. Maybe I'll sh- maybe I'll try that. I mean, I don't know. I I've never really eaten kiwi skin. It's a satisfying I... bite, right? Because it's very the kiwi is very juicy, right? So it yeah. is a satisfying bite. I just imagine the rind as being inedible. It's edible, I, I think. I mean, there's like the the end of the kiwi is not because it has the little hard like the nub butt, or whatever. Yeah. So you avoid that part, but you can eat you can eat the rest of it. Mm. This, is <laughs> <laughs> this is but shocking. This is shocking. But also, you don't me. have to eat the whole skin. You can you can kind of eat a hole into the skin and then like and like slurp all the kiwi out of it too, which is maybe even more psychotic. 
I probably yeah. shouldn't have said that, but <laughs> well, it's just. I mean, now this is some word slur. But yeah, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I was so like say. a it's like a Donald yeah. Duck situation now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a kiwi. I'm not a kiwi person. Yeah, me neither. I think, I think it's a very. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna eat a kiwi, I guess you you're faced with this dilemma. But you're already like halfway to being unique. You might as well just bite into it. You I know, mean, my kids like kiwis a lot, and it is a lot of work for a little amount of fruit. <laughs> and I will agree with Stefan that, um, and by the way, my, I'm sorry, but my mouth wants to say Stefan every single time. That's okay. Mm. Is I that, get that a lot. I bet yeah. you do. Yeah. Um, and uh, they do like all of a sudden, this is kind of like the avocado situation that was a constant threat on my show in the Greg Heller days. Like all of a sudden you have four kiwis that are all going bad. Four like, avocados. They're, they're all not ripe or then they're all like too mushy. Um, yeah. Where are you with you know, a golden kiwi? Those are pretty good. I, I like a golden kiwi and, and those are better because they're a bit bigger. So. And they're less furry. Yeah, so that's, I mean, I'll still bite into those, but I'm more likely to slice up a golden kiwi because they're bigger. I think the regular kiwi, like you said, it's like, it's so small. Yeah. It seems like such a waste of like slicing it up. Like, Have you had people go, what the hell are you doing when you bite into it like that? Uh, yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah. All right. Which is why I, I was asking yeah. if it was uh, a normal thing to do. And I guess it isn't, but. I don't, does your whole family do this? Uh, no, I think it's just me. I mean, I'll, I'll have to ask. I, I don't really. I don't. I don't know my parents' like kiwi eating habits uh, off the top of my head. But <laughs> oh, you should definitely have yeah. a chance to connect. I'll look Call into them. it. I'll, I'll ask them. Yeah. 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 Tony, famous banana hater, where do you come down on kiwi? Uh, I, I'm like Robin. I don't. I don't. Uh, not a fan. That I don't ever. I couldn't even think of a time I've eaten one. Honestly, he have you ever had one? I'm not even positive. So yeah, I say not a fan, but I'm actually not totally sure if I've actually had one or not. Get it's out. not an appealing. It's not an appealing no. prospect. No, yeah, there's it's not nothing you like. It doesn't. It's got the white center. That's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's better in a fruit salad. I think it's a better. Sure. Like, supporting yeah, it's a good fruit, fruit salad ingredient. Yeah. yeah, I just can't believe all everybody on this podcast is so brazen about hating people from New Zealand. I know. I just think it's You're so right. Crazy rude from You're right. Tony and Robin. I think they're all wonderful. They don't pronounce hey. words correctly. It's great. Think <laughs> about how much we love Melanie Linsky, the actress. Yes. She's I, Kiwi. Yes. I didn't even realize she had a New Zealand accent. Yes. A very, she's a very, uh, very big New Zealand accent. <laughs> I didn't realize. Sorry. No, <laughs> that's a little fiber so right there. We're just getting a little preview. Whoa, I just made $5. Yeah. I didn't realize it at all. Yeah. She's a genius. Um, two shows are coming back on October 17th that I'm so excited about, except that I forget what one of them is. Um, White Lotus, <laughs> I believe, is October oh, yeah. 17th. What's the other one? I was like, oh my God, that's coming back. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Now I forgot. <laughs> Does anyone know? Something is coming back that I'm excited for. I'll look it's it up for you. season two of a show. I think so. Well, it's not Yellow Jackets because they're filming now. Yeah, I'm excited for that. But now I was like, oh, I oh, can't. I'm looking it up on geekyhobbies.com. Okay. For some reason, that was the first thing you said October 17th. Yeah. Like you're sure of that date? Yes. Okay, here we go. October 17th, we've got Succession. Oh, uh, really? Uh, no. Kids no, Baking sorry. Championship, Trick or Eat. 
uh, no. The Vow season two. Yes. Oh, yes. The Vow. Yes, oh, that's what it is. yes, that's coming. That's October 17th. Oh, yes. They're making another My mouth season. is watering. Oh, that's no. in less than a month. Oh, wow. no. Boy. I got to get that's Sarah a... Edmondson on the show and Nippy. Oh, she'll do it. They'll yeah. sh- Sarah and Nippy will totally yeah, do I've, it. I've, uh, I've, I need to email her, but we talked on Instagram. She's going to come on. Are yeah, you guys and then you need to with- get Mark DeVincent or whatever that guy is. Mark yes. The, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with The Vow? Are you aware of... Do you know what we're yeah, talking about? I, I consumed the vow as well as the better one. Um, yes, the girl that with the girl. India Oxenberg. Yes. India yes, Oxenberg. That's her name. Yeah, couldn't remember her name. I knew she was like the princess's daughter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched that one. That one was way better than the vow. Where it the was. guy who's the main guy of the vow. Um, you can tell right from the start is a psycho and yes. it was weird that everybody in the, it took everybody like a month to be like, <laughs> Oh, maybe this guy's not the most reliable narrator. I was like, what show were you watching the whole time? Wait, are yeah. you talking yeah. about nuts. Mark v- not, Vicente or whatever, whatever the guy? Yeah. Or no, Keith Raniere. Raniere. The gray He's hair talking and the about Keith. And oh, the, the, no, yeah. no, 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 I'm not talking, You're about, talking about Mark. I'm talking Mark. about the guy who made the vow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mark the filmmaker. Yes. Yes. yes, Vicente. I yes. think. yeah, Mark okay, Vicente. Sure. I have He's tried my best. Such to a put... tool. Yeah, that's okay. Thank <laughs> He's you. Such yes. a tool. And exactly. forgive me for using a '90s uh, <laughs> bullying no. word, but no, do you think he's a, lame, a real lame wad? I do. A classic Big Uber? time. Big he's, dickweed. He's a dickweed. <laughs> yeah. And that guy. That guy, uh, don't get me started on Mark Vicente. We need okay. to do a whole side podcast about him. Yeah. yeah, I had literally put his name out of my mind. But yes, it was just like it was so funny to me that it, it seemed like to take a, people a long time to figure out that like, yeah, yeah. he was probably maybe not a, a great guy. But Sarah and Nippy seem cool. I know they've been on podcasts that I'm familiar with and they're from Vancouver. Yeah. A lot of the Nixium people are from right. Vancouver. This right. is like one of the hubs here. So it's yeah. a weird um a comedian friend of mine as well was like they tried to recruit him and he went to like a meeting. Oh, really? And, yeah, what did he, he say about he, it? When The Vow came out, uh, he had a, po- a post on social media about it. And he was just like, yeah, I went to one meeting and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a cult. What is it? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I'm out. Like, yeah. So anyway. Interesting. Because they say that we all have this uh, fantasy that we wouldn't be susceptible to cults. However, anyone could be sucked up in a cult. But maybe that's not so true. I don't think it really is. I think it depends on the cult, right? Like, Maybe. I think there's probably some where it feels like right away you're like, oh, this is kind of culty and I'm not into this. But then there's probably other other ones that just sort of are, feel more directly targeted at your sort of vulnerabilities. Yes. That might, you know, right. that, might, that might get you like, yeah, do I think I would have been sucked into like Heaven's Gate? Where it was like, oh, you know, the, oh, the spaceship's coming from behind the asteroid and we're all going to cut our hair stupid and wear matching suits. Like, no, I don't Did believe it? I would have been sucked. I think that. I would have because of the Nikes, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those are so sick. Listen, it's and they had a uniform and that makes life a little easier. You don't Didn't have to think they, about it. Did they remove their genitals as well? No. Were they talking uh, about it? I think so. I think a few of them did. I feel like uh, the, head I remember guy, watching the, the head guy do it. Year. Yeah, I think some yeah, people you, castrated themselves. I'm sorry. I may have spoken too soon. I think the head guy did. He I did think the head guy did. I think he did. Yeah. I, I remember just the one guy who they kept interviewing, one of the, the survivors who left. Uh, and the reason he left is I think he just he couldn't stop uh, like jacking off. Oh, cool. But then, but then he kept like yeah. he kept saying like, oh, I really I missed out on it. Like, I wish I could go. And it's like. Go where? You know, it's not real, right? Like, oh, 
yeah to the to the spaceship like he still seemed to think it was maybe uh so that's the thing like he could have got trapped in a cult where they jacked off all the time so yeah that's, mm. that was the yeah. problem for it so it's just like when you find a cult a masturbation that kind of matches cult. up with yes, yes. exactly robin yeah. we could like you could join an air dry cult oh. like free like Ooh, and me too i like, could lead it <laughs> look <laughs> right, at me right like free yourself from the bonds of needing to have a perfectly smooth cuticle you know like, yes. like free yourself from the patriarchy and what they're telling you about your hair and shit like that we totally you could weird. call it dryontology oh yeah dryontology yeah. and just that like keith good. ranieri we're going to insist in our cult of air dryer hair dryers that we play volleyball at three o'clock in the morning and yes. talk about sex in, and <laughs> and discuss how Albany is the center of everything important. Yes, yes. I'm <laughs> I'm in. <clears throat> um, John, do you have a yes. just me or everyone? Yes. So the, I'm actually excited for this one because I feel like Tony might actually be on my side oh, for this. Okay, okay. So I am a I am a, a drummer as well. Um, not of not of any sort of repute, but I have been drumming since I was 11 and I was in a few local bands and stuff and I still play. I have there's actually an electric drum set just right over there. Nice. Um, but instead of humming songs, I will drum songs. So like I could be just like walking to my car, you know, whatever. And I will just be like, play, like, I'll just be like, like, or whatever. Like I just have the, where I'm just like making the sounds with my mouth. But like my wife thinks that that's absolutely insane behavior. And she, she said, insane or annoying. Both, <laughs> both. no, no, but absolutely, she thinks it's annoying, <laughs> and and I, and it makes you look like a psycho because I think if you're doing it while you're like passing someone on the sidewalk, they just see your face contorted into doing like, you know, or whatever, uh, and so. Yeah, Becca was like, I don't even think you could bring this on the podcast because n- there's no one on earth who does this. But Tony, you're saying you do it too. I, I to, sort of. I don't do it with my mouth. I'll tend to like, okay. like tap on my <laughs> legs with his or, butt. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, certainly you do the tapping. Yeah, you got yeah, a pen yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I and fully be... will just be doing it with my mouth. Yeah, I think that maybe happens sometimes. But yeah, the tapping, the tapping happens like subconsciously. Like I don't even realize I'm doing it a lot of the time. And then it annoys people that I'm watching a movie with because I'm not paying attention to the movie. I'm singing a song in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel has this drafting table. So because Daniel is a artist in his spare time and he's like working on this graphic novel and he has this drafting table and he has these two. I don't know. It has this like spring loaded mechanism thing. That I don't know what the purpose of it is. And then it also has like a metal light and then some other metal light, like two pieces of metal that touch each other. And he also, whenever he's working, he's always has his, actually like most of the time he has AirPods in, which creates a lot of like me talking to him and then me saying, are you listening to something? And him reassuring me that he's just has them in his ears. He's not listening to something. And uh, so anyway, um, there was this constant like, rattling like sound of what i thought was a drum solo vibration sound and i thought he was listening to drum solos and i was so into the idea of him working on something while listening to drum solos because occasionally i have listened 
to drum solos. Like I, I enjoy listening to drum solos. I'm always trying to get Tony to do drum solos and he's not a drum solo guy. But um, yeah, so yeah, I was it's like, it's a different thing. Yeah. You, you have to be an asshole. <laughs> and that's I'm, the whole, that's the whole I'm like super into assholes, I guess. And my <laughs> husband's not an asshole, but I guess that's why I was so like, it was almost like role play. The idea of him listening to drum solos. I'm like, who did I marry? But it turned out it was just his fucking drafting table. Like the two lamps knocking into each other, creating a vibration. He was not listening to anything. But for like an hour and a half, I was like, who is this guy listening to drum solos? But then it was beginning to annoy me. And so now it's still doing it. And I'm like, you basically it went from me being like excited that he was listening to drum solos to me being like, you have got to get rid of this table. It is making the most annoying. It's almost like a loose snare or something. Hmm. This like was not this story was not worth it. Robin, do loose you have snare. Loose snare. I it was worth it for that. <laughs> do you have it just me or everyone? I do, and it's really it's it's really private and it's really personal, but it's really the truth of who I am, which is when you see somebody, when I see somebody with a very distracting mole on their face oh. or their chest or their neck or a skin tag, mm. I have an internal fight with myself. I would never say it out loud, but I say to myself, why won't they get that removed? Mm. That looks mm. not healthy. Why won't you take it off your body and make me stop looking at it? It's a very selfish thing. But if you have, I think I tweeted this once and it's so dumb, but if you have a distracting mole, that's on you. You've got <laughs> literally. literally, you've got to take care of it because if you've got a big mole, I, it's the only thing I'm looking at. And that shows you how vain I am as a person, vain and shallow and all those things. If my boyfriend has a skin tag, I we drive immediately to the dermatologist or he rips it off. Oh you know, god. No, 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 no. He doesn't rip it off. He doesn't rip it oh. off. That's so I like that all all of us were ooh, ooh. <laughs> No, no, no. But you can't I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. You should not rip off skin tags, but you should get your moles checked. Robin. You should get them removed. Get them all removed. Get this, Robin. I have never, I haven't, no, that's not true. I haven't had a mole check since I was 15. Wow. Bold. I know. I am living on the edge. Yeah, you're living on borrowed time. I know. But, it's insane. <laughs> but what I appreciate is whatever moles you have, I'm not seeing them. No, they're covered. And up. I'm not distracted by them. I know. Um. Yeah, it's a good question. It makes you wonder what are, what are, maybe they're afraid. Maybe they like that there's one long hair growing out of it. Like what's uh. going on? Just get them removed. Take them off. Robin, how do you feel about birthmarks? Listen, birthmarks are just a part of, you know, people have some people have those those strawberry birthmarks and people. I I think birthmarks are actually really different in a way. Okay. Okay. Well, I was just because, yeah, because my wife has a pretty distinctive birthmark on her neck and I think it's like very cute. So then when you were saying all the, I was like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about. Well, wait, you're really good friends with Busy Phillips, right? I am. <laughs> she, she has, has so many moles. moles. But here's the thing about Busy. She has so many moles that you don't even see them anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm serious. So if you have a mole around Robin, you either need to get rid have of it one. or, or get, more. 50, get more moles. Or have 50 yeah. It's true. My friend, my dear friend, Karen, I shared this with her because she's a therapist. I said, I have this problem and I get she's distracted. And <laughs> well, she's not my therapist, but she is a therapist mm-hmm. who has a lot of moles. <laughs> 
And she said, she was like, moles, that's so strange. And she was like, how, what do you think about me? And I was like, you have so many, I can't see them. <laughs> I said the same thing to her. Um, I'm, I'm talking more just, and I also memorize where they are. Like, so if an actor comes back, I'm like, oh, I know where that guy's mole is. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got a distracting mole on his forehead. I can't watch this movie. <laughs> Taron Edgerton was in the... Al Elton John movie. He has a distracting mole right on his neck, mm -hmm. right in the middle. I actually do know of someone who has a mole on her face and it does protrude and it is distracting. See, but, yeah. but birthmarks just to, just to be clear, John, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan okay. of birthmarks. Okay. I have a friend who has a giant red birthmark all the way up her leg. And I, I happen to think it's awesome, you know, but uh, these big honking ones that just stare you right in the face. I can't take it. So they, did you have like a really hard time with Cindy Crawford being like a uh, huge sex symbol in the in the 90s? The truth is I stared at that mole a lot. And then <laughs> I did. And then there was a Rolling Stone article. Oh, God, if I can, if I and if I remember correctly, it was like, if you look at this opening line was like, if you look at Cindy Crawford, the first thing you see is her mole. But if you look further down her neck, you'll see another mole right below her clavicle. So I was like, ah, I've got to find the And now it's all I see is the second mole. <laughs> I have a problem. I shouldn't I shouldn't discriminate. It's not fair. It's not right. It's not right. I love that you shared this with us. Thank you. I would it's like so to, private. I would like to say hello and welcome to my new patrons. Patreon. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Hello and welcome to Jody, who signed up uh, for an annual subscription. And hello and welcome to Spencer Shepard, who signed up as well. They are both at the texting level, which means they are both nice people. Again, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is Patreon. This has been super duper fun. Please follow me on social media at Allison Rosen. If you enjoy what you're hearing or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed and leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Click five stars. We read them in a segment called iTunes Comments of the Week, which we are overdue for doing and we will do that soon. Um, check out my other podcasts, Upworthy Weekly and Childish. And uh, John and Stefan... Everyone should check out Blocked Party. It is the, it is a very fun show. And uh, I'll, I'll go around and give everyone a chance to put in their plugs. John, where should people find you and what should they look out for? Yeah, uh, you mentioned it. Blocked Party. We're on Twitter at Blocked Party Pod. We have a guest on every week to talk about a time that they were blocked. And as you said, you have been on a main free episode of the show as well as a bonus episode of the show. So if you're a fan of this show, that's a good place to start uh, with our episode with Allison. We just had episode 200. So Congrats. Uh, oh. thank you very much. So we've got, yeah, a lot of fun guests have been on the show. Uh, Tony Hawk, Ike Barinholtz, Nikki Glaser. Uh, there's a ton. So yeah, it's a great time. Um, and then I don't know if this is your listeners thing or not but i also have a podcast about new metal uh called the pod cast uh which is uh yeah me and uh, me and my friend brian review a classic new metal album every month if you don't know what new metal is that's like you know your corns your limp biscuits your lincoln parks of the world uh that's at the pod underscore cast on twitter that's spelled cast with a k and then as for myself i'm a stand-up comedian uh you can find both of my albums on itunes and you can follow me on twitter at cullen the comic wonderful and Stefan, what about you uh, well, I'm on Block Party also, so all the stuff that John just said. 
and then you can follow me on Twitter at boring underscore as underscore heck. <laughs> uh, and I have a Twitch stream, which I mentioned before, uh, where we play a lot of, uh, well, people pay us to play a lot of weird sounds. And we do like normal stuff on there too sometimes. Um, you do? And that's called uh, The Go Off Kings. Uh, we stream four nights a week, uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific, Monday to Thursday. Uh, and you can find us twitch.tv slash gooffkings. Wonderful. Robin, what about you? Um, well, I am at Robin Shore on Instagram, R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R. And I just looked on Spotify to see if my old podcast from five years ago, Those Feel is the Podcast, <laughs> was still up. It's not. You can't find it anywhere. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but they can just think um, about it. Just think about it. Amy Mann did the theme song. It was great. So five years ago, I did a podcast that you can't listen to now, but you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Wonderful. And Tony, what about you? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. And Tony my- Thaxton. <laughs> oh, that's Sorry. good. My podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday. And yeah, that's it for now. Excellent. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Listeners, I mean, sorry. Thank you so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? 